If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, three, two, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? Putting on a cape or a suit and fighting bad guys? Of course. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things moon-related, and I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? Is his night to my moon is aim on the mic. And to be fair, you said suiting up. He puts on like bandages. I, I would classify those well, as bandages. No, no, because Steven wears the suit suit. Oh, I... All right. All right. You get half a point since it's half a personality. But before we get into today's pod, we'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. And as the title of this podcast implies, and as our introduction to this pod implies, we are going to be breaking down the full series of Moon Knight that came to Disney Plus. It is the newest Marvel TV show, Disney Plus show that has hit the web and has taken the world by storm. I'd say it's a hero that not many people have known about in our realm of Marvel fandom. Of course, there's going to be those people that say, oh, I love Moon Knight. I've known about him since blah, blah, blah. Honestly, Moonlight was a character and or hero that I hardly knew. My earliest recollection of Moon Knight, of that character, was from Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. He was that dude that I just thought looked cool because he was wearing all white. He had a cape and a hood. And I was like, oh, all right, I can get behind this. And then I think he was in Spider-Man Web of Shadows. Uh, I believe he made a brief cameo in that game. So that's about all I knew about Moon Knight. But um. Getting into this series, we're not going to do like a full like episode one, two, three. No, this is just going to be a quick overview of the whole series, what we thought about it, um, what it implies for the MCU moving forward, and just in general, our thoughts about potentially, in my opinion, the darkest MCU like Disney Plus TV show, or just I would even go as far to say the darkest MCU content we've gotten so far, at least towards the end, the back half of this series. The reason why I'm saying this is the darkest um, bit of content we've gotten from Marvel is those episodes where we dove into more of the split personality. Why Stephen Grant was created, that whole reasoning. Honestly, if you would have told me going into that episode, we would have gotten a child death caused at the hands of Mark. Um, And then leading into the mother being very abusive and becoming an alcoholic. It's like one of those things where I'm like, 
this is still Disney. You know, you know, like we always talked about like Star Wars whenever Disney took over. It's like, how childish are they going to make that? And then to see this bit of content, it's very interesting to see like how Disney just took the reins and we're like, all right, here we go. We're going to really dive into the dark story of Moon Knight and his origins and or any of the other disturbing backstory of him. Um, No, I thought it was completely dark. And I kind of hate that this might sound dark for me. I wish we didn't. I wish we got to see the brother's death. Granted, mm-hmm. there's laws of showing, filming kids drowning and dying in TV shows and movies. But I thought, it'd be like, you could have gotten, like, a stun double or, throw, like, a body, um, like a like clay body. Like, not a sand, like a clay body. You have those clay museums and all that. And I wish we show that stuff. But, like, it was kind of dark. In the sense of, yes, this story, um, this was, like, the defining moment. This is where Stephen Grant came along. He created... He created that personality to not only block out that negative part of losing his brother, but also to combat his mother or to like fill that void. And that scene where we finally get the, um, the reveal of like the inception of uh, Stephen Grant, where he was like sitting in his room crying, the mom's banging on the door, like, let me in, let me in. And all but of I wasn't a sudden, letting him in, it's like, I'm going to kick your ass. Like, yeah, yeah. And, all of a sudden he switches into Stephen Grant and then Stephen gets the English accent, starts cleaning up the room. Like that stuff isn't explored as much. And um, what are your thoughts on like, first of all, the division of characters, like it's the same guy, but like different characters. Well, first of all, kudos to the actor. Like I don't look to play all these three different people. Spoiler. 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 Um, But here's my thing. I can't. So, you know I'm a big comic book guy. Like I get into the lore and all that, and they changed the they changed a lot of stuff in the um, show. But I thought that the when the Steven character because before we really we saw the brother, but we never heard the brother's name right there. You just see a little kid running, and when I saw that, I'm like, is Steven Mark's brother? Like did he? Because we don't know. Because at the point we don't know what he did in the room, what happened in that door in his bedroom. Maybe he did some magic or something happened that made his brother's conscious. I thought they were going to go with that route with the brother living inside Mark's head. And I thought that would be kind of a cool concept. But then also, spoilers for those who don't read the comics, um, Mark's brother, um, he actually becomes like the Shadow Knight or whatever. Like a like his version of, you know how Luke Cage had his brother and he, had, and, um, he was evil. It's kind of like that concept. Yeah. But since his brother's dead, of course we can't go with that concept of it. But I, I thought it was cool the multiple personalities. Reminded me of a little bit of Split. Yes. That movie, Split. And um, you know, you're getting these black owls and then both Steven and Mark saying it wasn't me or it wasn't me, then who the fuck was it? Blah blah blah. That was cool. You get a hint of it when they're in that little heaven or that purgatory in that nursing room and you see a car in it, like a casket moving, you don't know who's inside. Spoiler you find that out then end. But no, I think it was really good. And the best thing was, I actually this is the first Disney Plus um, show I actually binge watched. I waited the whole um, six. I think it's also one of the shortest episodes on Disney Plus too. I feel like the other ones have been like eight. Besides Harkai, Harkai was also six. But like Captain and Winter Soldier, uh, One Division, Loki were all eight episodes. So I think this was for. But they did great. I think they nailed everything perfect within the eight episodes, rather than Hawkeye, where I felt like it needed one more episode to explore but they, it was great i enjoyed it very much for what it was 
What about you? Because you, you, you're coming from a guy who don't read the comics. You, I'm pretty sure you didn't know who Moon Knight was to begin with. Or knew little to none, like how a common um, peasant. As yeah, I I'm a peasant. Yeah, no, like I said at the top of the pod that my only like recollection of Moon Knight was Marvel Ultimate Alliance, playing that game growing up. I was just like, oh, that's a cool guy. He has like a cape that looks like a moon. He's all white. Like he just looks cool. And then I believe he was in Spider-Man Web of Shadows. He made a brief appearance. So those are like my only two references off of Moon Knight the and just best, seeing him in general. The best way I explain to my brother, because he didn't know who it was. I'm he's like, like he's, Batman. Yeah, he's Batman. He's basically Batman with, you know, who doesn't give a fuck of who he, who he um, has to beat up. But yeah. um, so how, when you saw him, you know, in the, I think it's the second episode when we actually see Moon Knight. What was your like? What was your recollection when Mark was like, "Steven, let me have it. Give me the uh, um, control." So this is like one of my biggest um, pet peeves. things. Not pet peeves. Things I loved about the series. Oh. Um, the idea that um, f- for the first like two episodes, I would even say like for the rest of the series, because there were like, uh, let's address it right now. Spoilers. Jake Lockley had his handprints all over this series from episode two onward. Oh, right? yeah, no, I think it was episode three. It's when because uh, he was in Egypt. He I would in- even say that scene where we first look at um, um, Ethan Hawke um, no, as think- Arthur Harrow no, when I- they're in that little village yeah, and I- he kills everybody around him. His hands all bloody. I think up, that was Jake Locke. No, I think it was Mark because Mark. Because remember, because remember the Kutu, not Cthulhu. What's what is the agent? Kanju. <laughs> Kanju. Um, says like, give us control, give us control, and I think he just. Well, that makes sense. He probably forced uh, Steve Lockwood to come in, but I, when watching it, I thought, oh, he just took over for his um, for Steven. I'm only saying Jake Lockley because like that scene you mentioned where he was in Egypt, the same thing happened where he blacked out. Like he always blacks out when he switches yeah. personalities, but it always ends up when they made it a clear point to say Mark Spector doesn't really do like brutality. Jake Lockley does. Well, and the, well also that's one of the comics, but you would assume because he was, because he was beating up that devil guy. So you assume that, but yeah. And you know, somebody made a great, um, comparison like you know mark to be happy oh, was, he made the previous jake to take the blows mm-hmm. steve uh steven um to be happy no sorry mark was the one to take the blows like the abuse of all that steven to, to get to have the perfect life and then then you have jake to do the things that you know mark and steven would wouldn't want to do but i'm kind of pissed because i'm really hoping he has a new york accent because in the comics he's a new york taxi driver Hmm. So I think it'd be pretty cool, like a New York taxi driver with a baseball bat, Jake Locker just coming. But what was your thoughts seeing at the end of the episode? I know we're jumping around from point to point, but since we're yeah. on the topic, what was it? What was your in post credit scene when you just see uh, him just getting carried away, and um, you know, next thing you know, it's Jake Lockley with a with a Glock. <laughs> Jake Lockley with the Glockley. Um, so yeah, that's good. We got to really coin that. Um, I, like you mentioned, that scene where you're in the purgatory and you see the sarcophagus, and I was like, oh, of course, and like, diving into Moon Knight more at this point, I was like, oh, where's Jake Lockley? I was like, boom, there he is. I thought that whenever they were trying to find the balance on the scales, it was like, all right, the third person they got to add to this. You're going to see it's Jake. It's Jake. But um, to talk about the post credit scene, 
Um, I, I was like, felt, I felt a little empty or cheated that we didn't get to see him like towards the end. But this this end credit scene implies apparently and this season is the, two season yeah. two and the director said it would be a waste to not have yeah. a season two, um, but I, I liked how they did this a hundred percent. I feel like if they added their personality, it's like how you when you add a third villain to these superhero movies, it gets overcrowded, overstimulated, and like we said, a lot of people don't know Moon Knight, so I feel like bringing these two in and then having a hint of Jake Larkley throughout the um movie was a good idea instead of just saying boom because then at the end you're like what the like for those casual fans he had a third personality what's going on like because yeah. Kanchu was like oh I don't need Mark Spector or Steven I have a third person living inside them first of all can we talk about how Mark Spector reminds me of Spector from the DC airline yep. and I'm like it's Oliver Spector oh no <laughs> it's all connecting yeah but um like to your point, you not only had to balance the personalities between Mark and Steven, but you did also have to bring in Kanchu at some points as well. Cause like, yes, he is the overarching like power behind Moon Knight, but he had his own personality and he had his own little funny. arc. He, he, he was funny too. He was funny, but he was also like a mysterious being yeah. for the first couple episodes. That scene where they're in like the um, storage facility, it, they treated it as if he was like, um, like it was a horror movie. Like oh, it was yeah. him getting stalked by Kanchu. Yeah. And then to have him open up more about like, why is he doing this? Mm -hmm. The moral gray area he operates in where, you know, the opposing force in this show just wants to go out in front of evil and stop it before it happens. Judge yeah. people before they go on. Mm -hmm. And Kanchu's more or less like, all right, I'm going to let people live. But the second that they do something bad, yeah. that's when they get judged. That's where the moral line is. Is like you judge them now for who what they are. Because you see that old lady who's like, "I've been good all my life. Why am I being cut? Why am I? Why are the skills pointing down? Rather, I've been good." And then he was like, "The skills don't lie." But um, no, I think that was good. Uh, Kanju, I love how um, the antagonist is like Kanju is just a child, and you hear Kanju is like, "Kill him now! Do it!" <laughs> <laughs> exactly like it's those things where it's like all right like we gotta we gotta balance and okay. before we continue the show i wanted to take a little time to talk about noom noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology technology and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals a lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge. 
one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl you know speaking of balance and all that um i'd be remiss without mentioning um another mcu hero we got in this show which is in the form of layla who is now the scarlet scarab oh it happened at the end it was just kind of like there but you kind of knew something was up about her talk about how creepy that hippo was like that hippo was pretty creepy it took me out because it's like, all right, you're a giant hippo. You look intimidating. But the voice actor was like, oh, yeah. hi, like uh, a friend, like a friend. And I was like, yeah, all right. Um, well, I, I feel like you needed that. Like you have all these other um, spirits, monsters, deities being scary and all that. And you just have a hippo like trying to literally it's like Brock Lesnar from WWE. Big tough guy, but when he screams or talks, it's just this itty bitty tiny voice. It's like him and like Bobby Lashley, who have like the least intimidating voices. (laughs) But Um, um, no, and uh, can we also talk about going back to the um, going back to the um, Purgatory when they're showing like old Mark Spector's body counts? And I love how the best scene. I don't know if you caught this. They're like, oh, that person was a terrorist. That he was pointing it out, but he never pointed out who was a. who was a um, child predator? He's like, mm. do, you, do you imagine if you're a a um, an extra and you're just pointed out on TV like that person? Is out like, of oh, context, you're screwed. You're, I know, right? Like, Someone's gonna clip that and you're gonna be cast aside forever. Oh my god, that's why they never pointed. You see him walk away and say, and he's like, oh yeah, and some child predators. I would have loved if they pointed at like that person was it. That's the guy. Get him. Yeah. Um. For for what it's worth, also, and this is like a very loose interpretation of what I gathered from my very basic research behind um, how the gods work in the MCU and all this. Um, I thought a nice connection here was that the god that is behind the Black Panther is also in the same field as like Khonshu and all them. So there's a nice little connection between Black Panther and Moon Knight. Will that be explored in Black Panther Wakanda forever? I don't know. Well, um, granted, that's also up in the air. Like, what is it? What, what the premise of it and all that is. But can we also talk about this is like the first Marvel TV show that is not mentioning anything that's prior that happened in New York. Granted, mm. the suburbs were all in Europe, but like, it was a nice piece of peace. Like, you don't have to talk about the Battle of New York. You don't have to talk about the five-year blip. Yeah. All that. It was, like, a nice chase of pace. Like, it was its own concealed bubble for what it was. And there was, like, no post-credit scene added on to with the Avengers or stuff like that with the crewmen. Mm. I thought I thought it was pretty cool. Like, how... And I, and I hope they keep them as far away from the Avengers until, like, you know, what they're working for is, which is Secret Wars. But I would know. Yeah. yeah. Um... I do want to bring to your attention, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, but um, there was a supposed cameo by the Eternals at some point in the series that got cut. Good. No, I know. I know the Eternals aren't really great, but um, there was a rumored cameo by the Eternals in this series. Well, I was potentially going to happen. I get it because they were like 
you know, from the beginning of time, that makes sense. So all yeah. that. But uh, I'm glad they didn't do with that because one, a lot of people didn't like the Eternals, and two, a lot of people also didn't see Eternals. Yeah. And it's also nice to see, like, oh, here's one Marvel show that you don't have to watch the previous uh, movie or episode to watch it. You can just, just jump right in and watch it. And I think that's a nice change to pay. So, like, I think more Marvel movies need to be like that, um, that mm. you just you watch it, it. It's in the same universe, but you don't have to see the previous episode, a.k.a. the movies of the other TV shows to know what's going on. And I thought that was pretty cool. I What I also liked a lot, and which shook me up, is when... Steven, not Steven, sorry, Mark was talking to the doctor. And all of a sudden, he's like, and he's in there. I was like, is, was he just, are they doing the um, bait and switch? Like, this was all just in, ever just from the um, hot, from the, mu- the museum when they came to go lock him away. Is that, was this all in his head? Like, I thought they were, they had me good for that part. because Very jarring. You really are. It made it really realistic. I'm like, is that really going to go, like, a completely 180 back to the second episode? Oh, he just had a mental breakdown. And all that, and then it went back and forth. You're like, wait, what's real? What's not? I think that was a really good, knowing the character for what it was. It did it. It paid in that favor, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Well, that that too, and you mentioned like we didn't hear about the blip, we didn't hear about Thanos. I feel as if you, if you ever added that stuff into this series, it'd be too much to juggle. We got mm-hmm. split personality. We got Egyptian gods that we got to like worry about. Yu Gi Oh up in here. Yu Gi Oh. Um, also building up new characters like Moon Knight yeah. himself and the Scarlet Scarab and Khonshu and all that stuff. And then if you just decide to be like, all right, blip, Thanos, boom, like mm-hmm. Marvel checklist. Like this is like Battle the clear Battle of New York. Like this is the clear point in which Marvel's like, all right, that's that's in the past. Let's move forward and let's just keep it going. Also, too, you'd probably know more about it than me. Um Moon Knight. Um, I haven't seen Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange is here. Mm-hmm. Rumors of Ghost Rider, blah, blah, blah. Midnight Suns. Do you think that's going to be coming eventually? Or is that kind of like too I out feel there? like out there because Ghost Rider. Um, it's Nicholas been like, Cage, man. Bring him no, back. No, I was going to say, because it's been, it's been rumors for years now that Ghost yeah. Rider is coming back. And like. He's I, an I'm, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, no one talking, talks about we're that. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about that. All the Inhumans either. Yeah. But um, um, no, I don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon because, like I said, Ghost Rider's been rumored for years now. It'd be cool if you know that'd be a hell of a way Punisher style bring him into the show, like how they because they did a great job with Punisher on the Netflix. How they just yeah. eased him in there, they it felt so smooth and nice, and then man, it was on series. So Ghost maybe if they do it, but I feel like Moon Knight is still brand new to like not to rush anything yeah i mean like if i had to pick somebody to play mm-hmm. to get recast as Ghost Rider, norman Cage. reedus from walking dead norman oh, yeah. reedus the guy that was in that weird hideo kojima game what well, was um, he was he was he the main is norman reedus like the main protagonist in the walking dead because i don't know actors really well. you'd argue that he is the main guy oh, he, he with was the, crossbow. Like the crossbow oh yeah yeah him, I see that. him. Yeah, okay. oh, I, just uh. give me all of that um <laughs> But yeah, like getting back to Moon Knight, just to kind of like wrap things up. Um, it was a nice series. Um, I do hope for a season two because the way they left things off, you know, hey, that Buckley. So far, it has yet to be green light for season two. I feel Loki, like it has to be. Loki literally said at the end of that post, we'll see you in season two. This one had no um, cliffhanger, no 
season two. We're coming back. I want to do some research. Keep talking. I want to see if they got. I I feel as if, and this is like what you said at the top of the podcast. Um, the reason why they didn't greenlight a season two is because no one really knew Moon Knight going into this, and they didn't know if it would kind of be like one of those heroes that they just introduce and like tuck away for like cameo in a bigger movie. Uh, they didn't think that it would take off as much as it did, but it here we are. It, it's a great series. I would argue one of the better MCU series that we've gotten so far. No, no. I think so. I really enjoyed it. No, because Wanda, Wanda had us like, what's going on? Loki was setting up. Loki is like my favorite, like out of all the MCU shows. It's like Loki, WandaVision, Moon Knight, Hawkeye, Cap Winter Soldier. Um, Yeah, Cap. I feel like Cap Winter Soldier was just literally feeling in for the like, next Captain America movie because that's literally. Yeah, what it is. not that it was like bad. It's just like, I know the characters, I enjoy it. Yeah. It, it did explore other characters, but mm-hmm. ranking right. them gun yeah. to my head, like that's um, that's the order. One division number one, mm-hmm. Hawkeye number two. Really? Okay. Uh, it, was, it was nice. It was like compared to all of them, it was like the less uh, less serious out of all of them. Yeah, fair like, enough. With the less uh, um, Loki number three, mm-hmm. Mo- oh, sorry, no, what? Moon Knight number three, Loki number four, and then Cap number five. Because Cap with uh, Loki, it was just I feel like it really. Throughout the whole show, it's like, all right, it doesn't really matter until you learn about Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Rather than that, it's like, oh, he's just finding his oath in herself, blah, blah, blah. Moon Knight, it was just like, from the beginning, what the fuck is going on? Yes. All that. And then WandaVision, what the heck is going on? Um, Hawkeye is with the suit. Who has it? What's going on? Loki was just like, okay, he's out of the timeline, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. But in general, um, let's do an out of 10. Kind of give it a big, broad scale. Um, Moon Knight, for me, I am going to give it a 8.5 out of 10. It's a good series. I recommend it. It's just, it'll keep you guessing up until you like figure things out. Of course, if you're watching this pod... Um, why are, you watching, gonna, why are you watching the pod rather than watching the show? Come, I guess. Exactly, but also too. I mean, I we also like went into this without doing the whole spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Well, like, I mean, I think it's like, a given by I, this point. And you're gonna name the title spo- when I read yeah, this, so. yeah. So, um, yeah, eight point five out of ten. It's just a good series to get into. It's gonna keep you guessing up until the last episode. Just when you think you got things figured out, boom, they flip the tables. And there is more to this series at play in the MCU at large, I feel. And that is just something they will explore in future movies and or TV shows. Um, Yeah. So 8.5 out of 10 for me. Now, to close it out, I'm going to pass it off to you, DJM. Out of 10, what do you give him, Moon Knight? 9 out of 10. For the first time, your rating is higher than mine. Yeah. Very interesting. But um, that about does it here for the Get Comfy Lowdown. We hope you guys enjoyed. This show goes live every single Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. I am Kalo, and I've been joined by the one and only DJ Aim. His what up? Jake, you're Jake Lockley in this I'm situation. Okay. Of course. And I have been Mark Spector, and we will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.